This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, helping the people of the world to live healthy lives. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for joining me today. Have you ever been scared to make a significant life change? Has fear gotten the better of you and held you back from something you wanted to do? Well, today on the show, we're going to discuss how one man's life changed drastically due to the global pandemic. He started using his gift of poetry as a way to express himself and spread positivity. Joining me today is Dr. Iman. He has quickly become a social media sensation and is using compassion and poetry to help others broaden their perspective. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So I thought we'd start by you telling listeners a little bit about yourself and where you are from. Uh, well, yeah, I am. I'm from Iran. I was born and raised in Iran. And uh, I finished my medical school and also worked in Iran for really quite a bit. And uh, I moved to Toronto now. I am based in Toronto uh, over the last maybe 18 months. Uh, I graduated from uh, the largest medical school in, in Iran and uh, as, a, as a surgeon. I worked in different places, one of the most, un, uh, let's say, unfortunate places with uh, least equipment in a drug war zone south of Iran. And uh, I got certified in Dubai for plastic surgery. I had, I had quite a journey, but now I'm here in Toronto. <laughs> and so um, you, you said you worked in um, you know, a war-stricken area in South Iran. You did this for two years and you volunteered. Do you feel like that experience helped you understand the need for humans to be compassionate toward one another? Uh, of course, I believe that two years, those two years were like probably uh, one of the most life-changing experiences I've ever had. And uh, so the, those two years I learned there are things that you don't actually need. And I see people live in uh, dif- different uh, circumstances and they, they live happily. You know, I, uh, it, it was really uh, eye-opener for me to be able to be connected to human being in the core. And I feel like, so I'm, I've been looking, watching your social media, and I think your messages are life-changing and can help so many people. In one of your Instagram reels, your message was so simple and to the point. So it's bad news is, is that everything can change. Good news is that everything can change. So this is like simple facts. Is that how you felt about coming and remaining in Canada? And is that what you're trying to tell people in your message? Uh, yeah, I know what, which exactly, uh, real, which one are you talking about? And uh, so I believe everything is, life is all about perspective. Uh, good news to me could be a uh, bad news to, to the other, and uh, it's all about uh, the fact that you know that good or bad is all is changing, and change is the uh, the thing that is always happening. We need to embrace the moment and uh, let let the let the show go on. It goes on, you know. Uh, of course, uh, I believe this is all about perspective. Especially these days, uh, every everyone has lives have changed. Uh, me, I'm like I'm, uh, like many others. We need to uh, see, keep the change going, and keep the life going, and uh, 
yeah, that is that, that, that was the message in real. It was a really profound message, and it was life-changing, I'm sure, for a lot of people. Now, you began, began making TikTok and Instagram videos in January of 2021. So what was your motivation? Did you set out with the purpose of influencing the masses? Well, honestly, I just started doing TikTok because I had nothing else to do. I moved to a new country. I had no one else. Um, and my sister lives in Toronto with me, not with me, but we live in the same city. And But I was new, and uh, I am an extrovert person. I, As a poet, I, I need to connect with people. And uh, back then, I had no one else to talk to or connect to. And uh, TikTok, which I found by kind of by accident. And uh, yeah, I just started to uh, to share my thoughts. I had no intention to go and, you know, change mindset and mind and change, you know, like this kind of people who say, oh, let's go to change the, change the world. <laughs> I was about, I, I, I was hoping to change my mood and apparently I'm changing many others' moods too. <laughs> that is awesome. So you want to change your own mood, which I love the fact that you're being honest about that. So you came to a new country with not a lot of resources your whole life has had to change. You know, you had, um, you know, what did you leave behind? Well, almost everything. <laughs> I, I built up a life for myself back then. And, uh, you know, as a, as a physician, you study years. Like I was uh, practicing studying medicine for about 18, 18 years. And then uh, I moved to Toronto with a suitcase. Hmm. Uh, I yeah I always can go back. It's not that I uh, it was not some uh, obligation for me now. But back you know that back is about maybe a year ago. It I it was a, it was a chance for me, a pause for me to reflect, to go back and see what is actually happening in my life. Is this exactly what you want to do, or is it the thing that brings you joy? Uh, yeah, I just uh, I'm. I start over, and that was a brave move. That was actually a very brave move, and I feel like one of the things that you people may be able to resonate with you is that you did take the plunge. You changed your life during a global pandemic when the world was in itself in upheaval. You managed to do something that was going to inspire yourself. You changed your own mindset. I think that's so fascinating. Now, in one of your other reels, because I've been uh, read, I've been listening to all of them, and I find them they're very helpful for me as well. So, one of the examples was you tell viewers that those people who talk too much about the things they want don't necessarily have those things, um, and the people who talk too much are the ones that don't have it. So, if they're talking about you, what does this mean? You kind of end off with posing a question. You're letting people contemplate the very things that are stressing them out. Um, it's a powerful thing to change how people react to gossip and negativity. Was that the purpose of that message? Uh, yeah. So about that that specific one, I was I was uh, observing the, around social media. Sometimes I see people uh, talk about, especially these days, they claim things that they do not actually have or. It's not our day expertise, but nowadays people are in need and there are many other people who claim to have the expertise, just, I don't know, like probably for, uh, for like personal gain. Uh, 
And also, uh, there are people who are experts who have something to say, but uh, they are they're left out. They are uh, left behind because they have no access to people. Also, gossip and like this kind of like uh, words that I believe can turn into swords in a blink of an eye are all around social media. So yes, I came up with the idea to let uh, my audience know that people talk about things that they desire the most, but do not necessarily have them. And if they talk about you, it means that they either want to be like you or they, uh, you know, they, they, they actually, you are, you are something that they, they desire. And that's a really valid point. And you're so right around social media. It can be used as a very powerful tool as, as you are using it. And it can also be very hurtful. So when you're trying to come up with your poetry, because that's essentially what you're doing, you are a poet and you actually have a published book. Um, how do you come up with, you know, your, your stories or your messages? Is it you're observing humanity? Is it something that you developed during this pandemic because you realize that everybody's in need? Uh, well, I started the way that I knew the word before, because I am from Middle East, and uh, back there there are different different uh, needs and if different uh, values are the same. But the way that you talk about them and the way you uh, you deliver the message is a little bit different. But the the more I post, the more I write, uh, the more I learn about this new society that I'm dealing with. And uh, now I see what is actually they need to hear more, and I will focus on that uh, that part of my my poetry. Uh, yeah, I this is an ongoing lesson for me. I learn every day. I see what is that people really resonate with, and talk about that topics more. But the fact is, like the the lessons are actually my 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 journey, my life lessons that I'm trying to turn into. My poetries. And so you were writing poetry from age, what age were you writing? Like, when did you publish your book? Oh, uh, yeah, my, my book is, uh, it has been published like years ago, uh, <laughs> before I become a doctor. And uh, it's been uh, republishing over years. Uh, but I was a teenager when I started writing. And yeah, I believe I'm a better poet as a doctor. I'm a, a really good doctor, but I'm a better poet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're amazing at both. And I love that you're taking your passion to another level and, and, you know, not necessarily trying to inspire people, but that's exactly what you're doing. But if, you know, for those listeners who haven't seen you on Instagram, and I'm sure there are only very few who haven't, your videos and your reels and your stories are very visual. So you use facial expression as well as sign language. How did you decide to combine the two and what is the purpose of that? Uh, well, this is actually a question that I've been asked about like many times. The, as I said, I it was it was a intuitive move for me. Everything is started by, uh, I just listen to the voice inside. Uh, this, the facial expression, so it's me. The acting, the, the performance, it's been since I, I remember I was five years old, I was doing this. And uh, sign language, of course, I've been fascinated by sign language uh, since I was a kid. And uh, 
yeah, I had the chance to to work with patients with uh, hearing impairment for a while uh, years ago, and I started to learn from them. And also, I'm still learning, uh, but it's different language. Like in different countries, in different languages, there's different sign languages. Uh, so now I'm trying to convert American sign language to, I mean, I'm learning American sign language as well. But this is all just layers to my messaging that uh, I added one by one. Maybe sometimes if you go back to my like very first videos, it's uh, so, uh, let's say, raw. And I, I love them the, best, the most, but yeah. So it's these things are just developed, has been developed over over maybe six, seven months. <laughs> well, it's amazing how far you've come in six, seven months. When we come back, why Dr. Iman is inspiring people with his lifestyle. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with us on Twitter at 105.9 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Dr. Iman was telling us how he is trying to inspire people through his lifestyle. He has messages and lessons in each of his TikTok or Instagram videos, and he wants to help people heal. So, Dr. Iman, you place your messages lessons into two categories. What are those categories? Uh, if I'm going to break them down in two categories, that would be how we deal with ourselves and how we deal with the world outside, people and the, like everything around us. Uh, there could be self-love and love itself to project to others. Uh, I can I can break them down in two different categories like this. But uh, my my main my main uh, core value is is love, respect, and humanity. And when we had a brief conversation prior to the interview, we did talk a lot about self-love and self-respect. So why do you think that that is really important way to conduct yourself? Uh, of course, I believe that so uh, love is the answer, and I always believed in that one. But uh, I think uh before love, we need to learn how to respect ourselves and others. And uh, there's no love and there's no respect. That's the reason that I'm trying to, to, uh, to, to put light on this fact that the, if you do not respect yourself, you cannot love yourself. And if you do not love yourself, you cannot love any, anyone or anything else. Uh, yeah, I believe love is, is, is the key for sure. And so when you talk about love and self-love, like you mean about being respectful of yourself and if you can learn to appreciate who you are for your strengths, your weaknesses, then you can learn to love other people for those same values. Is that the message you're trying to convey? Exactly. So as a medical doctor, you understand the mind-body connection. So do you feel that your messages and their poems, they have the ability to change one's mindset positively to impact physical health? Well, so, uh, of course, as you know, health is uh, 
is it is it like is the fact that like health has three different uh, dimensions. Uh, it's physical health, uh, mental health, and spiritual health. And these three together can uh, work and bring a uh, human to to the actual purpose, because I believe health is not a purpose, it's a tool. And uh, the purpose of well-being or uh, being the best version of ourselves, it could be a little bit cliche, but I believe things must be epic to be cliche. So yes, this is the way that we can be the best version of ourselves. And my messaging, I worked in physical health for for years. I saved more than 100 lives in two years over my surgeries, but uh, now I see that saving lives is not enough. Changing minds is even more important. I couldn't agree with you more. And in my own practice, I deal with people every day who, you know, there is real illness out there, but sometimes if you change your mindset and you understand the world in a different way, it can really impact you physically, which I think is so important. The other day, a few days ago over the weekend, you did an Instagram Live. You were on Instagram Live for probably about three hours and you had 11,380 people join. Um, How did that make you feel? Wow, amazing. That that feels great. And also it brings me a lot of responsibility. I see that, uh, you know, when when you see the impact when you see the uh, the actual uh, influence that you have it gives me a, a lot of like not pressure but uh, it's a responsibility and I, and I love it I see that uh, these people are actually counting on me and uh, I try to be better every day now is that a motivation for you to see that all those people joined to listen to what you had to say to be part of your energy circle because I feel like essentially that's what you're doing you're creating an energy center where people feel comfortable they wait for your messages they're waiting for your healing and you may not even know it but I feel like the rest of the world is starting to catch on to that uh, yes there are uh, so there's a couple of facts around this this question first of all uh, it's very i'm so grateful that my audience are from all around the world like from east asia to north america south america africa everywhere in europe and uh so it's it's not about me it's about the message that I, i'm trying to deliver and it's about you know the human humanity and the core uh, values of every single person which is beyond countries, beyond uh, borders, beyond colors. And that's the reason that everyone can resonate with my message. And uh, yes, I feel, I see that there is a circle. We actually call it tribe. And uh, my audience that I do not want to call them followers, but my audience, my friends, we are a tribe. And every single person can be an influencer in this tribe. And so you mentioned earlier, so you're from Iran and you came here a couple of years ago, almost a couple of years ago. And have you had the experience of traveling to other parts of the world? Is there a real difference between being in North America and living in the Middle East? And is there is there one encompassing message? So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, the, those values and those categories that you mentioned above don't matter. It's all the same. Uh, 
asking. Uh, so that's that's the, so the the soul and the the mind. I mean, uh, the spirituality is the same. Every uh, soul needs uh, same same things to to hear. But sometimes it's different to how to deliver the message because of the the background and uh, the, the the level of uh, preparation. There are people who are like strong and the spirituality so they can they can connect easier but uh, so I try to make everything simple so everyone can follow my uh, my message can can follow my my reels and uh, yeah but I, th I think there's no difference uh, North America Middle East East Asia we all are connected in same routes and so a little earlier on in one of your Instagram posts or reels, you I'm going to quote you. You said, I have cut open enough human bodies. Trust me, we are all the same inside. The heart is a treasure chest and love is the key. What do you mean by that? And I think that is like a really profound statement. And I do agree with you. I think the love is the key. But let's talk a little bit about that. Oh yes, this is one of my favorite uh, favorite poems. Um, so, I, as a surgeon, I when you are in the in the uh, operation room, you cannot see the patient. You just see a piece of uh, you know a, a part of the body which you cut open and try to fix the the, the problem. You don't care what color is the patient when you are in. You know, when you are in the middle of your surgery, you don't care how much money do they have, what language they, they, do they speak, and what is the job, or what they believe in uh, religious, uh, in, in, in anything. You just uh, focusing on the uh, on your job, and after a while, you see that everyone is the same. And I I I, I took this idea to for my poem. And if we, everyone can rely on this and everyone can see things the way that a, a surgeon in the middle of surgery think about, I think that is the, that is the answer. And the love, of course, is the key. And I think this is the, this is the missing part. This is the, uh, the key that we are all looking for. Because uh, these days, as you see, uh, you probably know that like many, uh, I think, the, uh, if some, if if we can say something is ruling the world is uh, hmm. AR artificial intelligence and it's um, just computers, and you see many times that they say computers say say no, so the, the, it doesn't work. The computers say no, but uh, so this is the outcome. You can see what is happening around the world because computers cannot love, and we need to work on that part. And that's a really really important point. Um, but what is next for you? What are your plans? Do you have any plans? Are you just going to keep enjoying your, you know, your poetry and just doing what you love? Or do you have plans for yourself? Well, if you look at my life over past maybe a year or two, uh, if you know that plans doesn't work for me, maybe not for, they say if you want to talk, if you want to make universe laugh, talk about your plans. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying every day of my journey. I'm learning. I'm still uh, trying to thrive and grow and learn. And uh, something that I I really want to talk about is the, these days people are uh, in need. People are 
frustrated around the world. People need something that maybe someone else can give them. But I believe if you are dealing with people's hearts, people's minds, health, spirituality, and mental health, of course, and you claim to help people, you cannot make it, make it, you know, you cannot see it as a business. If you, if you get out of this pandemic with this kind of businesses and you have more money than before pandemic, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, this is also, you know, people can do like, you, you see like a lot of coaches around the world now, everyone is a coach. It's awesome, but let's just focus on helping, not uh, planning or making monetizing it and like making a business of people's misery is not is not a good idea, I believe. So I'm learning. I'm still learning. I try to help as many people as I can, which I believe even one soul is enough, you know, like to to change. Uh, yeah, I just I'm still going on my journey. And I love that you said that. If you can help just one soul, that is enough. But I have to tell you, I don't think you just helped one soul. I think you're helping and going to help many, many more people along the way. I cannot thank you enough for joining me today. If listeners want to learn more about you or follow along and enjoy your poetry, how can they do that? Uh, thank you so much for having me. I um, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, well, I am more... Uh, active on Instagram by my account is the Dr. Iman the dot Dr. Dr. Dot Iman I M A N is my name and uh, on TikTok with uh, Dr. Iman uh, Dr. I M A N and also I have a hashtag on my post which have been uh, used and viewed over like maybe 15 million times so far. <laughs> So if you just uh, hashtag D-R-I-M-A-N, Dr. Iman, on TikTok and Instagram, I am easy to find. (laughs) Well, the pleasure was all mine today, and I can't thank you enough once again. You can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Makiela or my website, ClaudiaMakiela.com. That's our show for this week. For previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thank you for listening. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.